Buenos Dias from Diamond Springs. This is the Rorschach Venezuela update from Thursday, 3rd of February, 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Venezuela. Let's kick off this edition with some surprising news. Former actor and now businessman Fernando Carrillo caused a stir on social media on Friday the 28th when he appeared on Vladimir Vijega's TV show, Vladimir a la Uno. In the show, Carrillo not only talked about the benefits of investing in Venezuela, but also improvised a rap song and assured that he had a romantic relationship with Delcy Rodriguez, vice president of Venezuela, and that it was her who broke his heart. Meanwhile, in political news, the call for the approval of the recall referendum summoned only 1% of those registered in the National Electoral Registry. This scenario had already been foreseen by the opposition leaders and even by one of the board members of the National Electoral Council. They knew that the date, time, and location where the signatures were going to be collected wouldn't allow them to reach the 20% required to activate the recall process. Board member Tania D'Amelio declared that a new request for a recall referendum wouldn't be legal since the Constitution dictates that only one referendum may be held per term of office. However, several lawyers have stated that a new request could be made since in this case, the recall process was not initiated. The Venezuelan movement for the recall announced that it will denounce Maduro's administration to the International Criminal Court and the Organization of American States. The movement said that Maduro's government threatened citizens after the call for the referendum and that it was trying to boycott it by asking for the names of the people who had signed for the recall process. In addition to this, the movement will introduce an appeal for annulment before the Supreme Court of Justice, alleging that Maduro's regime obstructed the process. Jorge Rodriguez, president of the National Assembly and brother of Vice President Delcy Rodriguez, declared on Thursday the 27th that he will consider taking legal action against Venezuelan politicians who initiated the recall movement. In the following days, several politicians associated with the United Socialist Party of Venezuela, better known as PESA UV, have been arrested for corruption or drug trafficking. The mayor of the Semprun municipality in Zulia State, Western Venezuela, Kerineth Fernandez, was arrested on Friday the 28th in an anti-drug operation. The mayor was transporting almost 10 kilos of drugs in a van in Falcon State, bordering Zulia. Kenireth, 35-year-old, had recently been re-elected mayor of the municipality and had been a PSUV member from an early age. In Merida, Alexandra Rodriguez Garcia, auxiliary investigation prosecutor attached to the Superior Prosecutor's Office of Merida State, was arrested when she was caught on videotape asking a defendant for 5,000 U.S. dollars so that he would not be investigated. Rodriguez held this position since 2017 when she was appointed by Tariq William Saab after almost 500 prosecutors who expressed their support to Luisa Ortega were dismissed. On Monday, the 31st of January, the mayor of Delta Amacuro in northeastern Venezuela, Jorge Peña, was arrested for being involved in a fuel trafficking network. This information was made known by Tariq El Asami, Minister of Petroleum, through his Twitter account. He assured 
that this was part of an operation made in cooperation with the Attorney General of the Republic, Tariq William Saab, to stop fuel trafficking networks. The mayor of the Independencia Municipality in Anzoategui, eastern Venezuela, Carlos Vidal, will be indicted by the public prosecutor's office for being involved along with 12 other people in gasoline smuggling network. The same day, Diosdado Cabello, vice president of the PSUV, condemned the criminal acts of those involved. He also said that they are deploying an operation called Iron Hand with which they intend to eliminate corruption and illegal trade. With the increase in fuel production from PDVSA, gasoline trafficking on the Colombia-Venezuela border now includes Venezuelan gasoline again. For some years, due to PDVSA's mismanagement and U.S. sanctions, the smuggled gasoline available at the border was exclusively of Colombian origin. Nicolas Maduro declared on Wednesday the 26th, after the third Universal Periodic Review, that the presentation of Vice President Delcy Rodriguez in the UN was a success. However, the NGO Provea, which has been watching over human rights in Venezuela for 30 years, said that the data presented by Maduro's government had nothing to do with the country's reality. The data that Rodriguez presented to the UN states that the government provides food to almost 90% of the population through different programs, but Provea's data says otherwise. The NGO says that the government is using this fake data as political propaganda. In economic news, after the announcement of the new rates in the Law of Registries and Notaries, the Autonomous Service of Registries and Notaries announced that the procedures of individuals that were previously tax-exempt will continue to be tax-exempt under the new law. The registration of SMEs whose capital does not exceed 400 petros, approximately 2,000 U.S. dollars, also won't have to pay taxes. In international news, citizens of Venezuela, Dominican Republic, and Ecuador wishing to enter Belize will need a visa. On Sunday, the 30th of January, Italian authorities arrested Roberto Vivaldi, 69, and Flavio Febi, 32, who had been convicted of money laundering and international drug trafficking respectively. Both of them were captured on Margarita Island in northern Venezuela. Vivaldi had been a fugitive from justice for more than 20 years, and all this time, he had been living on the island. Felix Pacencia, Maduro's foreign minister, announced on Friday the 28th that Venezuela and Honduras have re-established diplomatic relations. These had been fractured in 2019 when the government of the president, Juan Orlando Hernández, joined the Lima Group, which backed interim President Juan Guaidó, now under the administration of the new president of Honduras, Giomara Castro, diplomatic ties have been reestablished. On Monday, the 31st of January, a fire broke out in one of the Cine Cita stores in Caracas. The store used to sell lubricants and was located on the first floor of, of a residential building in Bejomonte. The building burned to the ground, leaving its residents with nothing. Most of the people who lived in it were senior citizens. The brand, which has several stores in the city of Caracas, has not issued any statements so far regarding responsibility or reparation of damages to the affected people. Moving on to sports news, on Friday the 28th of January, the first match of the national soccer team under the direction of Pekerman had an impressive result. 
a 4-1 victory over Bolivia. In this World Cup qualifiers match, Salomon Rondon scored three goals and Darwin Machis won. Even though the Venezuelan national team needs, a, needs almost a miracle to qualify, this match has given hope back to the fans. And finally, to wrap up this edition, on the occasion of the 125th anniversary of the Venezuelan Cinema Day to be celebrated on the 28th of January, the authorities of the National Film Center announced that 16 future films by Venezuelan filmmakers will be released in theaters this year. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Ads are the villains in podcasts. Be the hero and save the audience from listening to a mediocre ad about a beverage you won't ever try. You can do that by telling your friends about us. Spread the word. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at venezuela at rorschach.com or follow us on Instagram at Rorschach Venezuela and Twitter at Rorschach V. Hasta la próxima! Thank you.